This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2558, Three Common Roadblocks to Simplicity and How to Get Through Them by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. I read to you every day covering productivity, minimalism, personal development, all that fun stuff. So with that, let's get right to another article and start optimizing your life. Three Common Roadblocks to Simplicity and How to Get Through Them by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. Being unbusy is possibly my biggest goal in this season of life. The more I can simplify, the easier life feels. But as hard as I try to pare back and slow down, there are three roadblocks to simplicity that I always bump up against. While I've made huge strides towards a slower pace of life over the last few years, to be honest with you, It's not enough. My soul craves quiet, simplicity, slow days in the garden, punctuated by lemonade on the deck. I've been pondering why slow still feels so unachievable still, despite my best efforts. I wondered if my mom and her mom and her mom's mom felt the same hustle and stress that I do. But I'm not gonna start that debate. There are some things that are much better in the 21st century, like more gender and ethnic equality, And there are some things that are worse, like the state of the environment. I do, however, believe there are some things about modern life that keep us chained to busy. Number one, the logistics of family life. I just realized my daughter's sheets haven't been changed in a long time, like probably over a month. Let's be honest, two months. While I'm certainly not like my mom changing every bed every week, I still like to get fresh sheets on the beds about once a fortnight. Okay, I'll fess up some more. I couldn't tell you the last time our showers were cleaned. What I'm getting at is that keeping a clean and tidy home, feeding the people and animals that live in it, and kissing their boo-boos can keep us really busy. And it's different to when most of our grandparents were young. We are often working outside of the home in addition to the full-time homework. There's something about this modern era we are in that seems to demand more than we sometimes have to give. Let's change it. My answer to this, the never-ending list of chores that come with having a family, is simple. Let go. Let go of the vacuum cleaner, put down the dish brush, leave the clothes on the line overnight. I am the only one to blame for the pressure to keep the house running like a well-oiled, perfectly maintained machine. If I want a slower pace, I have to let myself off the hook more. It's up to me to put down the mop, let my kids wear the same clothes three days in a row and get help when I need it. What can you let go of today? Maybe like me, you need to care less about the dog hair on the floor or maybe your thing is spotless windows. Whatever your thing is, let it go, even if it's just for a day. Number two, electronics and social media. The iPad, television, and Xbox keep my kids busy. My phone and laptop keep me busy. And most days, all I want to do is kill the internet connection and send everyone outdoors. But mostly I don't. Emails need replying too. Words need to get out of my head and onto the screen. And in my house, kids need some chill out time. Smartphones, laptops, iPads, and Xboxes. These are things that didn't vie for our parents' and grandparents' attention. The internet age is providing us with incredibly powerful opportunities, but I don't think we've got quite the dose right. And of course, while social media is something that will never be legally regulated like drugs, 
I can't help wondering what it will take to come to a global awakening and consensus regarding sensible use. Let's change it. At the beginning of this year, our family went on a device diet. We had no devices of any sort between six-ish and eight-ish at night. It was pretty wonderful for the most part. For several reasons, the devices crept back in. This week, I'm aiming to get back to that. I'm also experimenting with a 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. social media ban. It helps me sleep better to be off social media an hour before bedtime, and it starts my day off on the right foot to read or write instead of mindlessly scrolling. Is there something you can do to reduce your and your family's use of electronics? Experiment with it and see if you can find a slower pace without these things. And number three, expectations to be everywhere and do everything. Life gets extremely busy if we constantly try to live up to external expectations of ourselves. The pressure to keep up, to be everywhere and do everything is pretty constant. And in our modern world, these expectations are so readily accessible. Whether they are real or perceived, expectations can take over our lives if we let them. We enroll our children in extracurricular activities because we feel it's what should be done. We buy the things that help us keep up with the Joneses and then take extra shifts to pay for those expectations. It's time to cut loose and be ourselves, I reckon. Cut your ties to expectation. Free yourself from comparison. It's only without these that we can begin to unravel our original selves. We don't even know who we are without these things. Let's change it. Take some time to consider what your family values spending time and money on and decide not to be swayed by the outside world. If you'd rather stay home than make an appearance at a school fair, do it. If you prefer your tatty old bedspread to the new on-trend velvet one, well, keep it. And whatever you do, don't buy coconut yogurt and bunches of kale just because everyone else is. They'll only end up growing mold in the back of your fridge. Tip, If you have school-aged children, these conversations will be a bit easier if you aren't allowing too much advertising into your home. The path to slow is windy and long, and full of stretches of busy, but I'm gonna do my best to implement some of these changes and stay on course. I'll be on the lookout for roadblocks to simplicity, and I'll keep using these tools to push through. You just listened to the post titled Three Common Roadblocks to Simplicity and How to Get Through Them by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. Thank you to Emma. 
there was a bit of overlap from what we talked about yesterday of sort of forgiving ourselves, treating ourselves, and getting me time. Emma talked about simply letting go and accepting that not everything's going to get done. Now, that said, especially after hearing two articles in a row talking about this, that doesn't mean it's time to go on vacation mode and indulge in the name of self-care. There's always a line with this stuff. Yes, we don't want to judge ourselves for not getting things done, but binging Netflix every night for a week so that we don't have to deal with the stuff piling up obviously isn't the solution either. There has to be a middle ground. Something like the device diet she suggested could help. Maybe, maybe not. Some people do well with those black and white rules and structures, probably in a household with kids as well. But others prefer more flexibility and a gentle approach. The tactic isn't really the message here, I think, but what we think about these things in our own lives and then figuring out what adjustments we can make that we actually like so we can keep doing it for an extended period of time. For me, that's the takeaway. I personally probably won't have a strict no devices between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. rule because that's just not me. But being more conscious about it and actually thinking about if it's serving me in the best possible way, that technology, that's something I can do. So something to think about today for both of us. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.